This is Monday afternoon on the muster with Andy Muir. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed here in Gord. It's time for the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. New voice on the muster. His name is Andy Dennis, farming at Manapuri. Andy, welcome to the muster. Yes, how's it going? Going pretty good. Uh, firstly, thanks for giving up your time to being part of the Farmer Roundup here on the muster. Now, you're based in Manapuri. Uh, just give us a bit of an idea about the operation you got there. Oh, no, that's great. Thanks for the welcome, and uh, welcome to Hockanoo Gold up there in the basin. Um, yeah, it's been a long few years of just having the hits and uh, more of been, so there's only so many times you can hear Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran <laughs> in one day, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> the fact that um, you talked to, yeah. We're about 800 hectares, um, sort of surrounds the Manapuri Township. Um, if you're coming from Gore, you cut right through the middle of it, Um so, yeah, we've been here managing this place for, yeah, about eight, eight and a half years, I think it is. Um, so, yeah, sheep, beef and deer. We trade a few cattle, and um, I've added Balberton stags in with the mix as well. Uh, how big's the farm? Um, yeah, eight, 800, uh, 800 hectares, seven, 750 effective, I think it is, yeah. And as far as stock units, are you running through the synergy? Uh, would be about 9,000, yeah. No, it's just enough then, a bit to keep you occupied? That's pretty good. Um, the last three years uh, we've been involved in an equity partnership. Um, we set up over uh, in the Wenham Valley on the home farm um, with my brother and his family, so we've been pretty busy sort of back with the forwards from there too. Um, so, yeah, there's always a bit going on. How's the season looking up there? Because we know the basin itself has been really dry over the last, you could argue, the 12, 15-month period. Um, this summer, again, it has been the same. But have you been getting this rain that we've been getting here in Southland over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, so we've just started getting, really since that first week of March, we've been getting sort of regular rain. Um, they have, there hasn't been a lot on them, but you sort of get, a couple of rains a week, it just keeps things ticking over, which is great. Um, yeah, we we went dry January last year. I think we had 23 mils for uh, January, February, March, April, and we had a really good rain the week before duck shooting, um, which is typical, isn't it? But um, And then that followed into what was quite a dry winter. Um, dry and cold was not a lot of moisture either, so I remember going through September and We'd had sort of a really good run of weather, and I was wondering why the grass wasn't growing. And then we had 50 mils one night, and I was like, oh, way we went. Um, we're still in drought mode. So it didn't take much to roll back around um, wind and hot weather again in January, and it just sucked us right out. And we're sort of, yeah, it was tricky, but um, hopefully La Nina's gone because it certainly doesn't suit us, and um, we just get back into this regular pattern of rain. So what would you say your average rainfall is there, where you're based there at Manapuri, Andy, on a year basis? Oh, well, it's on the outskirts of Fjordland, so um, it'd be tricky. It could be as low as probably 800, but then it could be all the way up into the thousands easily. Yeah, we can get a lot of rain in a week, but then, like I said, we can go months without it as well. You say you've got a few hinds and stags on the farm. What numbers of deer do you run? Um... We've been around 900 hinds for a while. Um, yeah, I just introduced velveting stags, um, so we've been building them up. Well, I think we're on about 120, including the size. Um, and, yeah, we try and finish everything. Um, it's pretty straightforward. 
Um, at the moment, we've been weaning, so I sort of do half and half, pre-rut and post-rut wean. Um, I sort of take all the older fawns off, older hinds, um, wean them, um, then feed the fawns really well, and the hinds can sort of go back on the dirt a bit tougher. Um, and then the younger hinds, I just keep fawns on them, um, feed the whole mob really, really well, so it's not going to affect your scanning, but it just gives those younger fawns, you know, another couple of months on mum, and there can be another sort of 20 kilos worth of good growth there, which um, then just sets you up to go through the winter and come out in the spring with a, with a better animal. Because the venison schedule stay pretty consistent through this season, hasn't it? Um, probably not as consistent as what they were saying. Um, it dipped a wee bit, but um, it, it it has been good. Um, lost a lot of deer farmers when we went down to five dollars, five dollars fifty. Um, that was really tough. Um, guys that were just solely farming deer just couldn't ha- just couldn't do it. Didn't work. So we've actually lost a lot of people. But um, yeah, it needs to be sort of probably twelve or thirteen bucks really to be fair. Um, you got to remember that animal was born in November. Um, and generally, you've only killed half of them by that time again. So um, it, it, it takes time and it takes feet to take the animal all the way through. Mm. Yeah, fair enough sentiment there as well. Like the deer farmers I speak to on the program, namely the likes of Peter Allen, David Stevens, and Warren Ross, they've all got a real passion for the industry and they've all been pretty glass half full regarding the schedule as to what it could have been, like you say, $5. No one's making money out of that, but it's just being positive about the future. How do you see deer when you're looking forward? Um, I think it's really good. Um, it's it, You've obviously got to have the infrastructure um, there. The cost of putting it up now, um, you'd, you'd never be able to afford it, really. So, um, But it certainly works well. Um, it's, it's good going forward, I think. I think one of... Um, Farming's bigger problems is just going to be staff soon. So if those hinds are through the shed three to four times a year versus how many times we put the ewes through, um, it makes a big difference. Um, obviously, you don't have to shear them or dag them, um, which is huge. And um, they very rarely get animal health, so they certainly have their fit. Um, personally, you've got to have the right temperament and probably a bit of patience with them. But, um, it's yeah, they are a good animal. You know, mm. Just I'm in the um, I'm chairman of the Southland Original Advance Party, which um, didn't set up a few of them probably ten years ago, um, and we've ended up being because we lost a lot of deer farmers. We've ended up sort of being quite a mix, a group that have mixed mixed livestock, so everyone has cows and sheep as yeah. well and deer. So when we're getting round, um, we're sort of as a group we're looking at. Um, how the deer fit in with everything else um, when you have to make compromises to make sure things work or um, well, little tweaks you can sort of work on to make sure um, everything's making money for you really yeah Hey good on you Andy, we appreciate your time on the muster this afternoon, shout out to everybody Tiana Alfjordland Basin and 90.4 FM as well and just finally you were saying before um, your old man used to speak to Jamie back in the day yeah, so um, no, the farm we're leasing over in the Winter Valley. Um, yeah, Steve Dennis, he uh, was a monitor farmer in the late 90s. So 
we actually had a family get together on Saturday, so he was uh, giggling about it because he hated going on the radio. <laughs> but um, Barry Reedy said, well, it's probably your turn, which, um, yeah, I can see how he gets a bit nervous anyway. But uh, you've just got a box on. And, um, no, again, it's it's great to have you guys up here in the basin. We're obviously um, a, bit of, a bit of the old classic tunes and just some good farming chat. So, and thanks for putting me on a Monday spot. That's great. I can get all the digs in early especially before disasters there on Tuesday. Well, disasters actually over in Turkey at the moment. He's our Turkish... No, he's over in Egypt. He's our Egyptian correspondent. All going to plan. He's on the show tomorrow. But you might be able to get a couple of digs in before he turns up, eh? <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm never that quick with disasters, so it's probably safe <laughs> to just... Uh, but at least being a day early, I can um, get away with it. But no, he's doing a great, great job with the... Um, the trial results, it's really good to hear. And, um, yeah, Mara, we ran our trials. There are 81st trials, actually, at the start of the season. Uh, we're lining up to be uh, host of South Island Champs um, 2026, I think it is. So, nice. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. It's a great sport. So, um, yeah, any bit of banter around that just keeps things fresh, doesn't it? Yeah. Andy Dennis, farming at Manapuri, part of the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Our standing debut on the muster. Appreciate your time. We'll chat again. No, very good. I'll say one thing. Um, they're hosting Cam Scott and the Mitchell Twins from Gore, I believe, down at Blackmount on Saturday night. Um, it'll be a really good shindig, so um, you can get in touch with Vic Baker over there if you need tickets. Um, but, yeah, it's a good time to start being able to get off farm and have a bit of a blast, but that'll be a real hoot. Um, there's no party like a Blackmount party, as they say. <laughs> Especially if you've got likes of one Jeremy Gray involved. Good on you, Andy. We'll catch up again. Thanks a lot. See ya. Andy Dennis there, farming at Manapuri. Welcome addition to the Sergeant Dan Farming Roundup. Monday afternoon, up next, we're catching up with Eric Roy. Let's touch on politics. Jesus.